0: everybody and welcome back to the first episode of the second season of the Dear Fashion podcast. My name is Valerie and I'm your podcast host. Today we will have our first guest episode of the second season. So let's go ahead and start with introductions. Hi Elle. Hi Valerie. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing so well. I'm so excited that you're able to join us on the podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself Elle. So I am, Elle, I am a law
1: major, and I'm very big into makeup, fashion, hair, all of that jazz.
0: Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. So to start things off on today's episode, Dear Fashion, How Can You Turn Nothing Into Something? All right, Elle, so can you give us a brief overview of how you got into fashion first? Of course. So
1: I was a very, very big theater kid growing up. And I was very, very interested in the fashion side of theater and sewing and all of that. So I would try to recreate my own costumes just by looking at photos. My grandmother taught me how to sew. And that kind of evolved my love into fashion um, because I realized, hey, I can make anything that I set my mind to. And if
0: there's a piece of clothing that I really like, I can just make it myself. So that's what I did. I love that. Is there like um, a first character that you identified with and you were like, okay, I want to like sew a piece to be like that character. Like what was that first one? My first
1: love was Christine Daae from Phantom of the Opera, her like white, like negligee um, robe. And I was like, that's so cool. I'm going to make it. So I tried to make it, um, failed miserably, but it was still fun. And (laughs) It taught me the basics of sewing and like what fabrics to do, what um, materials you need to create things. But her entire costume was something that I fell in love with. I and love that. I'm a big fan of like historical fashion, specifically like 1905 like French fashion. Okay. So that's where I drew inspiration from, and then I started to get more modern as time goes on.: That's awesome. <laughs> so how would you define your style? I would define my style as very pink, very extra. Um, pink is my favorite color. Love and it. I've kind of come to the philosophy of once you have everything in the same color, it'll start to match. <laughs> so, wear a little bit of pink, white, and some black. So, that is my extra style. Very Y2K, very like bubblegum pink.
0: Love it. Stuff like that. So, um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, a bit already, but, um, like talk to us a little bit more about like how you got into sewing, upcycling and thrifting clothes. I know you mentioned, um, how your grandma taught you, um, maybe like talk to us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. So I was really fascinated, um, back in like the sixth grade. Um, that's when I fell in love with like Hamilton and stuff. And I was like, I want to make one of the dresses from the show. I was like hey would you help me make this so she taught me she got me she gave me her sewing machine was like here's the materials needed this is how you do it cut out the fabric and then come to me and I will help you sew it so I learned how to do it learned very quickly that satin is very very hard to sew with because it snags the fabric yes um so I just got really really into it and I started doing a little bit of like theater cosplay, if you will. So when I would go see a show in New York, I would dress up in the style of the show. Um, so I would go thrifting and upcycling clothes that I already had um, to kind of mimic costumes from the show, but not to an exact T. Yeah. So theater definitely got me really, really into sewing up, cycling and thrifting.
0: Love it! I love it. So, how do you approach each fashion item that you want to repurpose or elevate? Like, do you have like a specific process? So for me, I really like adding jewelry and just
1: accessories to elevate clothing. Um, it's always good to have basic like clothes that you can wear, like just like a black canny or black pants. And then you can slowly start to mix and match and you're able to add more stuff. So I'm a gold jewelry gal. I don't know about you.
0: I am too. I I feel like when I was younger, I was more into silver jewelry. And then as I got older, I transitioned into gold. I definitely mix though, which I know some people are like, no, you like all wear silver or all wear um, gold, but I tend to mix.
1: And my mm-hmm. abuela always got me like gold jewelry, mm-hmm. like for my christening when I was younger. Mm-hmm it was gold jewelry so that's just kind of what I've grown up with and mm-hmm. it matches my skin tone a little bit better so yeah is, I am just a gold girly through and through period period same here but I will add some jewelry I will make sure to if I really want to I can sew on little buttons or I don't know just like upcycle clothing to make it new again so yeah. if you like, have old stuff just add stuff to it it'll be fun it'll be an experience and even if you fail like Congrats, you made something new.
0: I love that. Um, For a project I had last spring semester for my entrepreneurship class, we had to make a prototype of this item that we had to sell for this class. And what I did, um, I my product was a bathing suit. So right. what I did is I um, elevated the swimsuit by going to a crystal shop and buying crystal beads that have, like, specific metaphysical properties. And then I hand-sewed them into the bathing suit to, like, enhance healing, like, properties, That's I guess. That's so good. Uh, Thanks. Um, and I definitely learned that I have little to zero patience for hand sewing things um it takes so long and I don't know. Like, I have sincere respect for people that hand make clothing and just, like, elevate their style like that. But, yeah, I totally agree with you that I feel like jewelry and accessories can totally elevate an outfit. Um, for me, something that I feel like is super underrated that I feel like elevates outfits are sunglasses. That's so true. Like, I don't know why, but to me, I feel like if you have this, like, super, like, statement piece sunglasses, I'm like, or sunnies. I love when people call them sunnies. Yes! Um, I just... <laughs> Think it. I was like, that person is cool. Like, it just totally makes or breaks an outfit for me.
1: No, for sure. I also think that having some like fun makeup, some like jewelry, glitter, hundred percent, all of that will make a look. A nice bold lip, a nice like cat eye wing, yes. sleek back hair. I've been loving a sleek back hair recently.
0: Period. Um, what is your favorite fashion item or outfit that you've put together or created thus far?
1: I think my favorite, I did a show, um, Something Rotten, back in my senior year of high school and I created the costume for it and it was like a 1500s renaissance piece with like a corset and then a skirt and then an underskirt and it was just, it took forever to figure out what fabric I wanted to use and I wanted to make it like similar to the show and that's probably one of my favorite things I've created. thrifted I found a really really cute pair of like pink suede heels yeah those are my favorite things I've ever thrifted I love
0: <laughs> them so much I love that how long did it take you to sew all of that stuff like it took about a month wow um, and there was a
1: quick turnaround time because I was originally gonna buy it and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna make it and then I realized oh no the show's in a month <laughs> This is bad. i
0: need to, like, get on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so cool, though, that you were able to, like, take something in your head and just create it. There was a
1: lot of inspiration that went into it. Um, I definitely found, like original sketches from the original Broadway production and found other, like, historical garments. And I was like, okay, I can recreate this. this yeah. be, it's not going to be awful. That's so cute. Was it a little bit sloppy on the inside? Yes, but hey. on
0: the stage, it looked fine. Right, no one's going to know. Sure, no one's going to know. It was fine. On our previous coffee date, you talked about how you love to go shopping for a good bargain and get the best deals on clothes. What are some ways that you do that? Do you have any, like, um, go-to stores? I freaking love discount dillards.
1: Um if you look up clearance dillards, there are um stores where all of like last season stuff that didn't get purchased goes and everything's like 65 to 70% off. I ended up getting a pair of $102 heels for $2. Oh my gosh. Which was freaking insane, but it's so fun just to go and it's all new clothing. Um and it's if you don't care about things being last season, it's so good. Um I would go get, like, prom dresses and homecoming dresses there because my mom was like, first and foremost, if you can get something on sale, get it on sale. Never get something full price. Yeah. Um, If not, I really like Ross and TJ Maxx. Um, Love me a good TJ Maxx date. Me too. Um, But, yeah, that's my best deal for, like, going and getting good bargains. Also, for discount dealers, on the website, it shows what is – More on sale that day, so it's like, uh, today is gonna be shoes, menswear, etc. And you can just go and like sift around and find, and everything's so so cheap, but it's so good.
0: That's so interesting. I've never heard of Discount Dillard's before. Like, this is new info for me. There's like
1: three in North Carolina. There's one in Alabama, so it's a little bit of a drive. Yeah. But if you have like a weekend and you're just like, hey, I want to go like look for
0: clothing. Just go to a discount dealers. It's that's, so good. That's so fun. So how has growing up in Atlanta, Georgia impacted your clothing style? And do you think location and external environment play a role in how people perceive fashion in their life? It's a big question. Take your time. That's a really, really fun question. Um,
1: I think growing up in Atlanta has definitely shaped my view on fashion because um, we live near a um, like arts college, a SCAD. And it's so fun just watching students walk in with their fashion projects and stuff. And I don't know. I've always had a really out-there style where it's very, like, extra maximalist, very Mm -hmm. much bright, colorful, loud. Um, So I think that's definitely playing a role in how I dress and how people perceive fashion. Um, I really, really like, like, the city, New York City's chic, all-black, like, slicked-back, sunnies, um, New York Fashion Week type things. And I think we definitely see that a lot in Atlanta.
0: I think it's interesting that Atlanta now too is becoming a hot spot for fashion Mm -hmm. I could I could easily see Atlanta like being another super like what is it called um fashion capital um next in line I just feel like there's like there is a specific Atlanta fashion category that I think is so unique to that city um and I think it's so cool that you know, you could take inspo from it. And also that SCAD is right there. I know SCAD is, like, multiple locations. Mm-hmm. So I could just imagine, like, seeing all of the fashion projects and being, like, inspired by that every day. That's so cool.
1: And Atlanta's also becoming a big film hotspot. Right. So, like, in my backyard, there's literally people shooting for, like, Marvel movies, Stranger right. Things filmed in my hometown. Oh, my goodness. So it was so fun getting to watch, like, A-list or celebrities walk around in yeah. fashion stuff and being, like... Hey, I remember seeing that in Vogue. Right, that's so cool. So I think that's definitely, like, shifted how everybody dressed, like, in, in Atlanta. In Atlanta,
0: yeah. So it's, like, elevating the city as a whole. Oh, definitely. Isn't Atlanta also called, like, the New York of the South? I feel like I've definitely heard that.
1: I think I've heard that as well. I don't know if it's... I'm primarily here, like, called Hotlanta. Yeah, yeah, Hotlanta. I'm Hot
0: not really sure why, but... <laughs> I love
1: that. New York of the South is quite
0: about right right I think I think in like maybe two years time it will definitely for sure become like a hub definitely definitely um so what about your cultural background do you think that fashion is different for the Latin culture and um also being Latina from a Latina background how do you feel like that intersects with your fashion preferences
1: I think that Latinas have such or like even everyone in the Latin culture has such I remember whenever we go to uh, Chile, we, like, just walking around Santiago, just watching the fashion differences from here to there, it's so fun, and, like, seeing what's in style there, because they wear, like, these chunky um, sneakers, I remember they did that before it came to the US, and, like, I don't know, but Latin culture all sassy very chic very like put together um I don't know I love their fashion and I feel like that kind of plays into how I dress because I would have my boy dressing me and being like here here's like a bunch of my closet you can try on um so yeah
0: that's so cool um I definitely also think um being a Latina as well um I think that Part of Latin culture, um, I know that everyone says it, is just, like, being loud. And I feel like that definitely translates into the fashion. Definitely, definitely. Um, Because, like, even as as you were saying, like, with the platform shoes and sneakers being a trend even before it got to the States, I feel like in Puerto Rico, um, chunky heels in different colors and just this, like loud pop of color and i feel like a lot of prints i feel like latinas are like latina fashion in general is not afraid Prince. of prints mm-hmm. and like super vivid and bright or maybe even dark and rustic to an extent um i feel like it's always been so different almost like a culture shock to me every time i go visit um <laughs> i'm from puerto rico for those of you that don't know but um i feel like it's always like a little bit of a shock when i go to pr um, seeing the culture and fashion there and then coming back to the States where I feel like everything here is more minimalistic muted. and muted, yes. for sure. Um, which I don't know if – I also feel like part of the Latin culture is to not be afraid to stand out. Mm-hmm. And that's very much celebrated, whereas I feel like – I mean, and I guess in the U.S. too, in, like, major cities, but in in um, U.S. suburbia, I feel like it's very much more about, like, fitting in and just – Muting your style to not be too outlandish.
1: I agree with that fully. I don't really like the notion of that we have to conform to one little box, and if you're outside of that box, you're weird or you're loud. Yeah. So I like Latin culture for that specifically. Um, I think it's really cool.
0: Do you think it affects your style coming from like BR? I definitely think so. I think that when I was younger, you know, I was more into you know fitting into the u.s trends of what was going on in my hometown but now that i'm in college and even like my senior year of high school i remember like um taking inspiration from pr like latin like fashion culture and trying to emulate that in my daily wardrobe and i think even now even more so now as a young woman um I have to put together more of like a capsule wardrobe, more of like business professional. I want to incorporate things that show that I'm Latina into my everyday outfits. So I think that's definitely um, a new fun challenge that I'm like doing now and like pursuing within my own wardrobe, which is super fun. But yeah, I think it's
1: really, really fun that in different, like,
0: settings, we can dress differently.
1: Like, for instance, uh, going to, like, interview for law firms and stuff. Yeah. Having to wear, like, business attire, but still getting to add those little, like, pops of color. Right. And bring back to your heritage and your culture and be like, hey, this is where I came from. Yeah. Welcome.
0: I think um, something that is kind of, like, for me, that um, represents, like, me showing off my culture, which is It could be seen across multiple cultures. But I definitely see this in PR and just Latin culture in general. Um, And it's not necessarily fashion. It has to do more with hair. But I, when I was younger, I used to love braids. And I feel like braiding and braids is very much in Latin culture. Um, And I actually, when I was younger, I used to love braids and stuff. But then I got self-conscious about how other people would perceive me with braids in my hair. But now, I love to incorporate that into my, like, outfits. Like, I, a good, like, braided hairstyle, I mm-hmm. love it. Or, like, a little braid here and there. Even though, to others, it may not be a big deal. I think, to me, it is. Because it's, like, I'm not denying that part of myself anymore.
1: If that That's makes sense. That's understandable. Yeah. I love me a good braid moment. And I feel like that brings back to, like, our heritage.
0: Yeah. Um, so, what's the last piece of advice ...that you have for anyone who wants to get into upcycling, drifting, bargaining... ...while trying to maintain a fashionable lifestyle? I think find what you like. If you have a color that's your favorite, don't be afraid to just
1: wear it all the time. Like, people may give you kind of just like, oh, there's the girl that only wears pink. But do it. Yeah. Go for it. Um, get inspiration. Find things from, like, media, from movies, um, from shows etc or like even just like fashion catalogs if you're like hey i know i like the very like minimalistic rustic style just go for it if you like the loud very very like trendy go for it as well i love that and if you want to make something go for it and if you fall flat on your face you're still making something and it's the learning process that really matters
0: yeah i think (laughs) emphasis on the learning process part yes (laughs) because i know last summer i tried to make my um, bikini bottoms from scratch And, oh, my God, I think it took me, like, two weeks to make one pair of bottoms. And I kept, like, resewing, unsewing, undoing, and then recutting, and then sewing. And it was just a whole process. But, um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, What's
1: your advice for people who want to get into upcycle, thrifting, bargaining?
0: Probably the same as yours, just, like, don't be afraid to try new things and start new projects even if you have no idea how to do them. I feel like, um, as human beings, like it's always good to learn new things every day and just really exercise your mind and also you Definitely. you like never know what you could be good at. Because like, what if you have an idea, you go to the thrift store, you buy all the things and you're like, I've never had sewn before, but here we go. Like y- then come to find out when you do it, you're like, oh, I'm, like, actually really good at this that I had no idea. Like, I think, you know, this. it's one of the ways that people explore and find what they're talented at and things that they could potentially be passionate about.
1: Oh, for sure. And I feel like we're in such a good day and age where YouTube is such a big part. So you can yes. look up literally anything. Like, i love learning how YouTube. to crochet. Because um, I was just like, you know what? Why not? I'm going to do this over spring break. I'm going to yeah. make a blanket. And I looked it up on YouTube. I'm like, how do I stitch this? And I learned how to do it, and it was really easy. So if you want to learn that. how to do a beginner stitch or you want to learn how to sew, there are so many good resources.
0: I love YouTube University. As, exactly. Uh, as other people have called it. It's, it's truly an all-knowing platform. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you so much, Elle. Thank you um thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and i hope you all enjoyed it as much as i did stay tuned for the next episode i post bi-weekly on wednesdays and if you want to stay up to date or make any suggestions about a topic or ask any fashion related questions please go check out my youtube channel where all of my podcast episodes will be posted bye